What it do is go is popping, y'all. It's your homie ATM. And it's your boy O. And we are the Lingo Baby. And we are back again with season four, mm-hmm. part two. Episode nine. No, that's military Ooh. time, bro. Come on, how you gonna fuck up the intro while I'm trying to figure it out? You got it? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Damn, son. <laughs> I lost it's, my train. season four, part two, two episode, episode five. five. Right. If you're doing military time, it's season four, episode ten in yes. total. Um, yes. You know, it's a beautiful rounded out number. I love when my numbers line up like that. Right. You know, five, ten. You know, I like 15, that. 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no one was saw that one. No way. No way. Anyways, um, on today's episode. We have an amazing guest. Uh, wow, that took me for a second. I'm sorry. Um, damn, I've known you for how long? Now? I don't even know. Like high school, I think. Yeah, like Ooh. about roughly five years. Yeah. yeah, I always like meet people in one-offs, like in, like instances, and then end up like collaborating with them at some point in the future. You right. Know, Amadi on the first episode, you know. Yes. Yeah. That's how life works, Wait man. You, man. You do the network. Brooklyn, dumb small. Anyways, but now nah, with that being said, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself the best way you know how to. You know, I feel like people like to put their yeah, own words to shit. You know? Shit. Um, wait, can I curse? Yeah, oh, go yeah, ahead. Do whatever you want. It's your episode. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I ain't want to censor it. You feel me? But how you guys doing? <laughs> I'm Mr. Clute. Um, my full name is Zach. But I have a clothing brand. It's called Clupy. A lot of people ask me what Kloopy is. I usually say Kloopy is undefined because you can't find it in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Kloopy means to be within your own loop or within your own self. Mm-hmm. Like back in high school, the lingo was like, yo, if you loopy or you looped in, like you part of everything, like you know what's going on, this, that, and the third. But personally, I was like, I was always looped in, but I like to stay to myself because that's just who I am. So then that's how Kloopy started. The name kind of stuck. Then I made a clothing brand, and now we hit. Word, you know very, very Max B, very Silver Surfer. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Always, always gonna keep it loopy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how long you going now with the brand? Damn, I think I started Clubby like 2019 summer. So honestly, it hasn't been that long. But like, I planned it the whole 2018 before I even dropped anything. Like, mm. I just drew. Like, I just did like multiple sketches. A lot of stuff like there's a lot of sketches that I haven't even dropped yet. There's a lot of sketches that I'm reusing just in different ways, just because right. I'm real like, like if I see something that I didn't like the first season, then I'm gonna just rework it and finesse it better. But yeah, it's only been like two years, going on three. Do you have a long like history of drawing? Said like you know you sketching. Um, Honestly, not really. Like, I was drawing my notebooks in class because more time I was probably bored. Yeah, zoned out. Yeah, just chatting. But eventually, like, I used to just draw eyes in my notebook. And so, like, Kluby has two O's. So I just thought about combining the two O's with the eyes. And then that's how it kind of started. Word. So, like, so some of those, like, early drawings made to, like, the first season. Yeah. Do you still have those notebooks and stuff? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... I wouldn't even say I look back at them, but some of them, like, I have in this portfolio that I just, like, keep in the cut. And probably, like, my favorite drawing is, like, my drawing from middle school. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Like, I, I gave my nickname Zach Love. And then, like, that was, like, my first real, like, graffiti of anything. And it was, like, 
damn, that's kind of fire, you feel me? So that I haven't, like, I took a break. Just, like, I don't know. I wasn't, like, interested in it. Mm. But then, like, probably, like, so of my year, 20 year, I just started doodling back in my notebooks again. It's, like, kind of just stuck. I'm sitting, like, my freshman year of college. I'm just, like, damn. It's college shit, fake whack. But if you're <laughs> in college, stay in school, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know what you want to do in life, per se. Like, if you know you want to be a doctor, you can't drop out of college. You feel me? Or if you know you want to be an engineer, you probably need that master's degree, right. PhD, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say school is not for everybody, but you just got to know what you want out of life. And I'm not saying you can't not not go back to school, too. Yeah. But you take the time to figure out what you want in life and you just strive towards it. Yeah, I want you. So, so would you say, like, like your end of high school, you're people like just pushing towards like college and shit, whether or not, like, or was it, or did you have this idea beforehand? Yeah, like, I had the idea beforehand, like, you know, I, I know, I think, well, I would hope everybody watched Project X, but, you know, like, Yo. yeah, you know what I'm saying, but, like, create generation. yeah, but it's, like, if you watch Project X when you was in high school, it's, like, damn, like, you know, high school in Brooklyn is not like that at, at all. all, so it's, at like, shitting me? <laughs> yeah, he just told us a story about a party that was like that. But it's, like, you go, you thinking, uh, like, you about to go away to school, about to be hella lit. It's gonna be like that. You feel yeah. me? But I went upstate to like the Bondies. <laughs> where'd, where'd you go? I went to Brockport. That's like Jeez. six hours away. And like this little town, like I could probably walk the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like coming from the city, it's like, nah. <laughs> you yeah, it's not it. It's not it at it's all. It's not it. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, I met some really dope people in Brockport. Don't get me wrong. Like, it wasn't a wasted year. Like, I planned out Kluthi. So, it wasn't like I didn't learn nothing, you feel me? At the time, I was studying criminal justice, too. So, I felt like that helped me also understand what was going on in the world from, like, a different perspective. Because it was like I was studying what the cops were doing, like, how to get trained, all this, that, and third. So, it kind of just made me put a lot of stuff into perspective. No, no doubt. I'm not going to lie. I felt like you had the brand longer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like for me the reason I thought that was like cause like I've been tuned in since it dropped for yeah, the first time yeah, yeah. so I was like worried and but like you've done a lot for it you know since like it, like you've been pretty consistent for a long period of time now yeah. you know like thankfully you know just for the sake of the brand and everything that it's like I like in my head I was like yo this shit I feel like this shit been out for like four like something like that like Honestly, what it is is because, like, I took a year just to just draw, like, a bunch of different shit. Mm. So, it was, like, like the shirt you're wearing right now, like, I was probably, like, funny story about that, John. My phone cracked, like, one year. Well, my phone cracked sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm working. This is when I'm working in restaurants. So, I also have a passion of cooking and being a chef. That's a whole other story. But... I'm working in restaurants. My phone screen is fucked up. So it's like, it's hard to even look at my phone late at night. So I just, I was just drawing on the train for like, probably like a month, two, till I got my phone fixed. And that's how that drawing came about. And so I was like, oh, no, nah, this shit fake hard. Like, I don't know what I was on. I definitely probably smoked a spliff. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just drawing on the train. I said, I'm going to draw a face. Then it turned into an afro. Then I started drawing faces within the afro. Mm -hmm. So it was like, nah, hold on. It's kind of fire. Mm. So, like, I didn't release it right away for me. I just started drawing, like, a bunch of different stuff. Because even, like, 
when you start doing clothing, you got to go into graphic design and shit. So I had to figure out a way to take my drawings and put them on a computer, all that type of stuff. Right. Is, is it hard switching from like drawing on pen and paper and like doing like digital drawings? I feel like a lot of people are getting that way of like becoming just getting like the Apple pen from me and start like. Yeah, honestly, I have an Apple pen, I have an iPad, and honestly, I, I bought it like early last year. It's even crazy to say last year. I feel like we still in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? But. I bought it like early last year, and honestly, I have not used the Apple Pen or my iPad to really draw. I'm Everybody, not gonna lie. what's like, what's the purpose of an Apple Pen? Like, is that like? I mean, honestly, it's just cause me, like the way how I started, I just started drawing on my phone, like me and my finger, just drawing. So it's like a lot of complex designs I did, like on my phone, just random places, cause you know my phone is handheld. I'm wherever. Whenever I have like free time, it's down the third. I'm just drawing, so it's like that was like my comfort spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I got like the Apple Pen and the iPad, it's like it's not really pen and pencil either. So pen and paper, but um, it's like it's a. I mean, if you, I feel like if you're more in tune with like the graphic design stuff of drawing, then definitely it's a great investment. Don't get me wrong. How much is that shit? Honestly, the pen is not that much, but the iPad Pro, which is like a lot of graphic design, like you need the Pro version if you like are a graphic designer or you work in like something on a field related to that. So I don't even know, probably for like, I think they got the 128 gigs, could be like six bills. No. Six bills is like 600. (laughs) <laughs> for those of y'all not right. from New York, <laughs> like you know, like I understand the the, the pro or whatever, but that that pen that should look like a big fucking DS stylus, my nigga. Like there's no way. <laughs> and that shit is like hundred and fifty dollars. Like no, honestly, it's that not that much. I think it was only like fifty five. I can't even lie. It wasn't that expensive. I was surprised too because I figured Apple would. Grease, you grease, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, that's probably one of the cheapest products. But it's like you can't use the Apple Pen with your phone. That's how they get you. You feel me? So it's like you could buy a cheap ass Apple Pen and have the latest iPhone, but you still gotta buy the iPad to use it. So if you don't got an iPad, you got the pen for nothing. Yeah, you it's got just the pen for there. nothing. You know what I'm saying? So they know what they're doing over there, at Apple. Cheapest iPad Pro on Apple right now is eight hundred dollars. You see what before I'm saying? Shitting me like before tax? Yeah. Man. Apparently, as money pointed out, I have the outdated Pro. I don't have the charger on the other side. Like, yeah, nah. Like those small like shits. Like oh, for your laptop, yeah. You know, like Apple, like will just they'll create a problem and fix it like a year later. Like like bro, I hate that I'm got. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like niggas, I guess don't listen to CDs no more. Yeah. But I don't like that I don't got a CD port in my laptop. No I've been, cap, I've been but... you've been holding on to a CD. You've been listening to it. I fuck with CDs. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't fuck with CDs because I fake want to, well, in the future, it's going to be a Clue Peter movie. You mm-hmm. feel me? But mm-hmm. I want that shit on a CD. Like, <laughs> you yeah, feel me? Like, Because, you know, I still got all them old VHS shits from the crib. Like, right. kids, our kids not even going to know about none of that shit. I don't even. Hell no. I don't even know what's going to be out. Projectors and shit, but. She's going to be watching movies in your mind. <laughs> in your mind. In your That's AMC right there. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, bro. <laughs> I don't even, honestly, 
Yeah. I'm be one of them rogue niggas that ain't get no implants, none mm. of that. Cause you I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I farm and shit. So what the fuck you need me to do? Like right. I don't need you. You probably need me. Cause in the future we probably gonna be in space and some shit. But on some Wally type shit, like no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Before we get too far from it, what would the Koopy movie be? Like, what's the the premise? Um, honestly, it would just be the introduction to Koopy, because mm. I wouldn't say. Unless, like, I'm talking to you, I wouldn't say you could easily understand what Kloopy is. You right. Know what I mean? Like, even if I just say, like, hey, Kloopy is undefined, you're going to be like, okay, there's a lot of things that's undefined. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, unless I sit down, explain it, break it down, the process, what it took me, you feel me? You're not going to really understand that. And there's a lot of different components that involve Kloopy because Kloopy is not just, like, my clothing brand. Right. I say it's like my way of life, how I think, mm. how I move. So it's like I'll just introduce all those aspects of me, the brand, and would, like the people that help me to come where I am right now. Would it be like a recreating like the the past? Or would you get someone like play like younger you, and like the whole like like watching how it all forms? Honestly, like, that'd, be fun. that'd be dope. That would be crazy, but I feel like for me to do that, I'll have to be in the theaters. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. Warner Brothers gonna have to come to me like yo I wanna be Kluby movie ah 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 but honestly I'm gonna just start it off with me at this point and just kinda like do my daily routine kinda like what I do cause I'm a chef no I work worries. with plants you feel me so it's like I do graffiti I do art so it's like just introducing all those different aspects mm-hmm. and just combining them and mm. showing you what Kluby is you know what I'm saying no, that that's amazing. Multi multi discipline. Everybody we got on the show this season, Honestly, like do multiple things. Like yeah, everybody dabbles in that shit. I think when I first like ever like found out who you were, like you was taking the cooking shit heavy and I was just like first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just ah. continues to transpire into more and different shit. Yeah, cause honestly I was working in kitchens before quarantine, but you know, the restaurant business in New York not really the same right now. Nah, yeah. not at all. Not like, at all. I went out to eat for, like, the first time last night. After really? my photo shoot. Yeah, like... Like, I've been out to eat, but I mean, like, out to eat with, like, a group of people. I haven't done that all last year, like... For me, so I did that. It was chill. You feel me? But it was, like... Yeah. I used to really be back there, like... Because don't get me wrong, like, I love cooking. Like, I love, like, seeing people eat my food, interacting with the customers, shit like that. But it's, like... Now I can't really do that because it's not that many open kitchens. Because open concept kitchen is just the people they could see you cooking their food in their restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So for me, that was like, yo, that's the way because I I don't like to be set. You know, I don't like to be boxed in. Like if I gotta I work yeah. and I can't see outside, like that bothers me. I'm not gonna lie. Like if I if I I'm staring at four walls all day, that shit would drive me crazy. Like if I don't got a window or something, can't do it. Cause me and outside go hand in hand. <laughs> no, where? What, what? What do you like usually cook at the um, kitchen? Like what like, type of cuisine? Yeah. So after my first year in Brockport, I came home. I was a special needs counselor for like two years, but I did that before I went to Brockport too. Like as a summer camp counselor, I worked special needs. So then, lo and behold, I found this program, and I ended up my first kitchen job was at a ramen shop. Mm. So then I made ramen for like a year. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. After that, um, I went to like sourdough pizza, sourdough bread. 
Um, I did that for like a year or two. After that, um, I think I went to Middle Eastern restaurant. Then I went to pastries. I've been, I've been all over. <laughs> you know, shit, you know, yeah. I've been all over, but it's like, I was just me kind of like learning new skills. Because mm-hmm. honestly, if you could go to culinary school, you can't really say you're a chef until you have multiple disciplines. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, there's like American cuisine, this, that, and cuisine, but like, and once you go to culinary school, they teach you French technique because supposedly the French know how to cook. cook the you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm Caribbean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm Caribbean, so I ain't even gonna lie. The French can't really teach me more than what I already know. But that's a story for another day. That involves colonization and all that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's how I ended up with food. But working with food also helped me translate to my love of farming and working with plants mm. because when you working in restaurants you kind of get food delivery shit like that and it's like yo for me the question was yo where's this shit coming from you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm getting vegetables but it's like what farm did this vegetable come from why are you laughing now you see bitch no because uh, it, like nah not even like that because like in my head i was really about to like i because as soon as you said it, i was like you started saying farming and shit and i like don't remember what nationality you are i was like is he jamaican and then you said it like that, and I was like, okay, yeah. yeah I'm not Jamaican, though. You're not? Nah, my mother is from Barbados, and my dad is from Grenada. Wow. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's, honestly, I don't really, once you Caribbean, you Caribbean. Grenada, you know, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? I just, I see it like that. Granted, we have our little idiosyncrasies, but we all want people at the end of the day. Yes. And, and it's like, yeah, we lit, you know what I'm saying? I Shout out to the know. Africans. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, but so worse. How do you, you know, like, like you know, blend all these things into like Kloopy, like gardening, you know, yeah. shaking it up. Um, honestly, Kloopy's like it's like a finesse. Like, you can't really just personally. That's why, like, even when I do photo shoots, like, I tell my models, like, yo, just come as you are, come as you want to drip. Because I don't like to force people into, like, trying to into the mold. Because I never like being into a mold myself. Right. So it was like, yo, Kluby is, like, really about being yourself and really, like, styling it yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, when I'm kitchen, when I'm, when I'm in the kitchen, like, I'm trying to be the most stylish chef you've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing everything when I... Certain je ne sais quoi, shout out to the French. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? And then when I'm farming, when I'm working with plants, it's like me just understanding like the ground, the earth, and what it entails. It's like, all right, now I get to make the best ingredients that I could use in my kitchen while I'm wearing my kloopy shit. So you know what I'm saying? It's like all that kind of combines into understanding what Kluby is and how I go about it. Well, good. You know? You know, full circle. I like that. I think think it's beautiful that you were able to, like, continue doing that. And I know you mentioned graffiti. So with that being said, like, is that how the spray painting started getting incorporated into the brand? Um, It's a funny story about the spray paint. Honestly, before I even, like, before, I was, like, growing up, my mother always told me, like, only gangsters can read graffiti. <laughs> so, I'm like... <laughs> only gangsters can read graffiti? Like, <laughs> that's a new one. Yo, yeah, like, no, for real. 
Yeah, my mother's a, a crazy lady, but she's amazing too. Felt. But you know, <laughs> shout out to her. But yeah, she told me only gangsters can read graffiti. So it was like in my mind, I'm like, huh? Like I could read that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like whatever. But fast forward, like I think I had I wanted to paint on clothing, but I didn't know how. Cause I never entered that realm before. Right. Yeah. Like I worked with like acrylic paint because I was just doing research, research, and then somehow some some way like I was told like yo spray paint you know, and then like it just kind of I can't even tell you how it happened. It just happened. Like I'm spray painting like full on designs or like stenciling. Um, it's a lot of stenciling. Um. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you're I just, just dead spray painting. Oh, you feel me? So, like, yeah, it, it depends on, like, what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, this pants, it was, like, for, like, the Kluby weekend in August that she was a part of. That was a mega weekend. Thank you for coming. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then also her shorts. That was, yeah. that's, like, stencil work. But, like. Yeah. It faded out over time because I watched yeah. them. But. Don't worry. I could, I'll get you another pair. Oh, I appreciate it because I really, I really wow. think it's, it's <laughs> funny because like you know what's funny I didn't even see that like I'm, you're sitting right next to me I'm looking at the pants oh you know it's a calm you know, they, yeah. you know like they don't really say much and then you get up like oh shit the whole like <laughs> like <laughs> you feel me that's how I, that's how I want Kluby to be because it's like subtle but powerful yeah it's subtle you feel me because it's like certain aspects it's like and like if you go on my website I say Kluby is a warning that's not on your wavelength you know what I'm saying mm. so it's like a lot of people they try to think you on your same wavelength as them but then when you have certain conversations with them y'all kind of see it like they mind out of line right or like certain actions don't really match what they saying right so it's like for me it's like people are always gonna look at you from the front first unless you like behind them or whatever the case may be but more time your front people really judge your front so whatever you thought about me from the front, once I turn around and leave, mm-hmm. you're going to either get, oh, that's wavy, I really thought so, or you're going to get a fuck you because you thought I was signing <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's how I want it to be because a lot of times people, like, it's hard not to judge nobody just because based off looks, that's what we as humans, that's just what we do. But it's like, if you... Once you really get to know people, sometimes you prove right, sometimes you prove wrong. Mm. So until you actually get to know the person, then that's what you do. But I don't like to, I'm not really a talker, so I show my, or I explain myself through my art. So it's like, you gonna understand, like, if you don't like my pants, you probably won't be pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? But mm. if you fuck with what I do, then you can already see it. So it's like, oh yeah, he's pretty cool. I don't, I don't think a lot of people, especially a lot of, I would say, men in the city don't keep an open mind to fashion or, like, an open mind to just self-expression in certain ways. Nah, it's it's def- definitely, like, a, a mold, I feel like, that like we grow into. And then I, I actually feel like I'm starting to see a lot of people, especially with their own brands coming up, are starting to, like, break that. Fully that out mold. of the mold, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because I wouldn't say... Like, New York has that certain swag, but we do have a certain, like, swag, centralized swag. But then we also have a lot of people that are, like, uncentralized at the same time, even though they're still from the same hood. 
Because mm-hmm. it's like, a lot of times you have people that grow up together and just go totally two different ways. Mm. But it's like they literally still have the same mentality on how they approach different shit. It was just interested in different shit or exposed to other shit growing up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you just got to kind of, it's all the same mentality. It's just what we do behind it. Literally. Mm. Yeah, now that literally goes to the point I was talking to uh, yesterday about like, it's weird being from a city that like, you can hardly see yourself doing so much and like, you see so many different kind of characters who like, fit into so many different molds and so many different niches but it's like growing up in certain hoods kind of restricts that mentality of being mm-hmm. able to get outside that box right um not nah, and you could say it the city is the flyest out it's cool you know yeah. i i definitely there's you know, no i don't think there's a competition there. like, so you know <laughs> like los angeles who's second no second? i don't know maybe i mean i feel like they do get like i feel like I a keep, lot of waves nah. come over there and come this way too I, I do realize I, can, I feel like right now it's ADL. I can't even jack that. You can't jack ATL? You can't jack that. I feel like in terms of culture, ATL got it. Culture? Sure. Right now. Clothing? I mean, I honestly, New York 1, 2, and 3. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn, no, Queens, <laughs> and whoever else. <laughs> and whoever else. You get to Harlem. Oh, you nah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn, Harlem, Harlem. and whoever, Queens 3rd, then. Yeah. Damn, niggas left the Bronx to die. No respect to the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? place on well, hip hop. Yeah, right, but just Harlem. Just like the I fuck with yeah. the Bronx. Hey, man, I'm about to go to the Bronx right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, G shit. But so, in terms of rocking, like, fashion right now, like, what are your, some of your inspirations? Um, honestly, I honestly say I don't really have inspirations. Like, I'm not. Like in high school, I definitely did. Mm. Like, shout out to ASAP. Them whole that whole the mob, them niggas was crazy growing up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit. That shit was intense in high school. Just watching them niggas, just going from young niggas to just like where they at right now. That shit was lit. But it's like right now, honestly, I don't really look at nobody in terms of fashion, because personally. I'm the coopiest, so you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, honestly, I don't even wear fashion like that. Like, I'll just buy some cheap-ass pants, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, and I'm going to spray paint them. Like, I only wear coopy clothes. Like, if it's not my brand, I'm probably not going to wear it. Or if it's not, like, a friend's brand, I'm probably not going to wear it. Like, and that's just me. And, like, I'm going to compete with the mom that's in their Marys or no disrespect to you. But Word. it's like, I'm just trying to promote myself. And I'm still drip just as much as you or even better in my head. But you know what I'm saying? That's that. Yo, 100%. I feel like that's how it should be. Like, tapping into black-owned designers, black-owned brands was really big this year. Or just in general, I feel like that's something that I'm trying to practice. And I feel like, yo, I feel like wearing your own brand, especially if you are, like, that the mind behind the brand, it just makes, why would I wear something else? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like. Literally be the walking brand. Like, yeah. You know, because you know? I feel like when you wear clothes, like your body, I'm going to see it becomes a billboard. You're a walking billboard for whatever brand, logo, or alignment that you're putting yourself to. You're covering yourself in that shit. So I feel like it only makes sense that you wear your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you know what's crazy? As I'm in the Uber here, I seen like a 
group of kids. I mean, they were probably like 17, 18, but they showing a music video. And that shit just made me smile. On the corner? It was on all black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was fire. I'm like, yo, they just having fun, like, wilding, you feel me? I'm like, yo, honestly, like, that's the way of the world right now. Like, if you're not doing, like, working, I'm not saying you got, everybody's work is different. So, if, even if you read in a book, that's mm. work. Because you're expanding your mind. And it could be on any topic, but you feel me? If you're not working towards something or trying to accomplish something, then I don't really know, man. I, I don't know what you're doing. I can't be around you. That's all I'm going to say. Right. I can't be around you. What are some of the exciting things you're looking forward to this year working with Koopy? Um, honestly, shit. Yeah, Koopy the movie going to be one. I just did a photo shoot Friday and Saturday. I can't wait to get back to pics from those. Shit is crazy. Um, Friday's photo shoot was a pajama set, spray paint. Um, and yesterday's shoot was Kloopy Crew Necks embroidery. So it's going to be this design, but embroidered on. Ooh, embroidered. Yeah, once yeah. you said embroidery, you kind of got me. These sticklers for embroidery. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Pastels. Them joints is hard. I ain't going to lie. Like, yeah, them joints is hard. <laughs> I want, I want you to know also you got a real like family brand my mom loves this shit uh, like <laughs> i literally put this shit on at home my mom was like and my mom saw the like reflective and she was like oh that's a nice shirt and i said ha, ha, thanks yeah. i was like yeah i did a whole photo shoot for it is that 3m <laughs> yeah that one is 3m honestly like shout out to my boy Lowe's face you feel me long story short join Quarantine, my old manager at my ramen shop, he hit me up like, yo, I'm trying to do a photo shoot because, you know, it was the way of the world. And he had, you know, the Malcolm X looking out the window. With, with the, a gun. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? He made that shirt for the photo shoot. And I'm like, nah, this shit is so hard. <laughs> like, honestly, that shit was so hard. That's probably my favorite fucking Malcolm X, though. But, um, so he did a photo shoot in that. And I asked him, yo, who did his shirt? And he was like, yo, my son I grew up with. I'm going to connect you with my boy Los. He from the Bronx, too. That's why you feel me. I fuck with the Bronx. Heavy. You feel <laughs> me? So it's like, we we came in contact. Our mind just melded. And he been just finessing my designs for me. Just like, like, because I ain't on front. This is called vinyl. So vinyl clothing mm. is, a lot of people don't want to do multiple colors in vinyl. Because it mm. takes a while. And it takes a lot of steps. And it takes a lot of skill. But my boy Los, he's skilled. He got it like that. Yeah, he got it like that. You feel me? So, you need custom drip. Hit up my son Los. That yeah. might, that might, yeah, that might have to be a go because. Yo, lingo. Yeah. Shit, right. uh, I was telling niggas I need a Kluby, Kluby rug. I ain't gonna front. This shit too fly. Bro, bro, the rug game is. Yeah, I told, I told him about the international shipping <laughs> already. I was like, you shipping from Indonesia. National shipping, my nigga. We gotta talk to somebody about that. Yo, I ain't gonna, yeah, Alibaba international shipping. <laughs> Shit be like two dollars for a fucking sweater. Shipping is that like a hundred fifty? Bro, cause yo, it's exporting and all the economic bullshit, bro. So y'all trying to create an international shipping company? What's the word? Black owned. Right, yo, somebody <laughs> that has honestly, that has, shit. bro, we have to do something with that. Bro, as soon as one of these rappers like, listen. I'm gonna use my Lear to deliver shit from like Istanbul <laughs> to New York. This shit gonna cost you 60 beans. Fuck with me. Like, I need, I need to touch Istanbul, so um, when you gonna be my tour guide? 
For what? What you mean? The spice market in Istanbul crazy. They right. Got, uh, they got one of the biggest spice markets in the world. Exactly. Oh, right. you know nah, yeah. Like, I got you. Yeah. And Bakuva, well. I got my heart. I ain't gonna lie. Yo, that shit? Crack. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> All right, wait. We got on a tangent. Embroidered, embroidery. Yeah. Embroidery. There we go. Embroidery. That's um, what we're working with this year. Cool. Yeah, so basically, like, I needed some drip for the professionals. You know, I got a lot of friends that's going into, like, a professional mm-hmm. line of work, whether mm-hmm. it be corporate, um, doctors, engineers, whatever the case may be. So I needed something that they could wear to work. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So everything, it could be loud, but it could be subtle. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like embroidery is the perfect thing because it's like, that's a drip fit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, oh, that's a nice sweater, but it's subtle. Like, you're going to see the design because it's like, I ain't never seen no shit like that before. You know what I'm saying? And they got specially custom NBCSM. And NBCSM is a branch of Kloopy. I wouldn't even say it's a branch of Kloopy, but it really explains Kloopy. It means nobody can stop me, club, or nobody can style me. You feel me? So it's like, mm-hmm. if you get styled by somebody, shout out to the people that are stylists. Y'all do y'all thing. But personally, I don't need no stylist. Interesting. It's funny because we had a stylist on on episode two for part two that thing that episode seven is over yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, I was about to ask you like do you what do you see like the importance of like stylists in the fashion industry or like do you see them as people that like because you know there's people that style like within for personal clients and i feel like there's, there's the ones that like work in-house type mm-hmm. shit now i honestly styling is very important because Styling stylists have the skill and the art to put shit together when other people can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I also feel like if you're not, I also see it as styling is you giving somebody a piece of you, because it's a piece of your mind and something of that nature. That's why I don't style people because I never want people to look like me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Regardless, we got the same piece of clothing, but it's going to look totally different on all everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to know what works for you and what doesn't. But stylists are very important. Don't get me wrong. Is there any way you can style and have a person not look like you? Like, you're giving them, like, I think this will like, look best on you. Or is it, like, inherently, like, you know it's good for yourself and that's the best way? Oh, no, definitely, definitely. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's the job of a stylist. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't see myself as a stylist, so it's like right, right. I don't even want to venture into that realm. That's why when everybody you can ask any model I've worked with within ever, like I always tell them, they always ask me, "Yo, what's the look you going for?" I'll give them the general look. I won't give them. I'll give them probably what color they wearing, and that's it. Other than that, you could choose your own sneaker, choose your own hair, choose your own makeup, no makeup, whatever it is. I just want you to be comfortable enough that once you mm. get in front of the camera, you're going to feel like I'm that person. You know what I'm saying? And so, you just made it work for your photo shoot? I'm trying yeah, to think no, like, it was a head bus. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, it was a head bus, bro. Because <laughs> when I initially I hit up, because the photo shoot took a long time to actually get into fruition because there was like shit going on. Yeah. But when it, I was originally hit up about it, it was off a realm of an all natural photo shoot. Like, no makeup, no nothing. So I was like, all right, cool. And then when it comes time to photo shoot, like, I want to tell you, like, four months later, 
He was like, yeah, do whatever you want. I said, what? I was like, I was now, because now I was sitting there and I was like, bro, I don't even know what to do. And then he tweaked me out because I was supposed to be wearing black. I got there. He gave me green. I said, wait. Yeah. I said, okay, at least I didn't do nothing crazy with my makeup. You tweaked me out with that one. <laughs> but, nah, like, usually photo shoots and shit, like, people will tell you, like, all right, I want you to do this. Or you'll get there and they'll figure yeah, out, they'll finesse the hair and makeup, whatever. Right. But, nah, it was like, do whatever you want. And I got there and the two shorties that I shot with also you know, looked completely different. And I was like, this is tough. I like this. I like that everybody really put their, like, it was easy for everybody to put their own finesse on shit because everybody came literally as they were. Hmm. So, like, the reason you do it translates. Like, it communicates because it's like, it was it was good to get there and just, like, none of us looked the same. None of us had the same makeup. Like, we, like, we knew what was best for us so we came however we wanted to come. And it was fire. Like, my biggest problem with the fashion industry right now is trying to conform everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always had a lot of female friends growing up, so I always was in tune with, like, female body images and, like, how they perceive themselves and, like, how, like, the skinny model look. So it was, like, for me, it was, like, listen, I'm a regular person. Like, I'm not nothing crazy, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm working with regular people, too. So I don't need nobody to feel like they got to fit a certain image. Or, like, oftentimes when I hit up people, they're like, oh, I'm not a model. You feel me? I'm like, listen, you don't have to be a model to take a picture. You are my model. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. if you're modeling my brand, you're a kooky model. I'm not asking you. You feel me? That's not Vogue. That's not none of that. You feel me? I don't even care what they do honestly because personally i feel like what they do over there it caused a lot of problems for a lot of young females growing up you know what i'm saying so it's like for me i also do have a lot of model friends that it's like yo they got a strict diet this that and the third and it's like yo bro you cannot me personally you can't live like that i feel like you need like three square meals a day i eat people tell me i skinny that's my my metabolism but at the end of the day, I do a lot of activities, too, because I skate miles a day. I work out, you feel me? If I'm not working out, because I do get lazy, I'm making sure, like, if I'm working with plants, I'm on the farm, I'm lifting shit, like, you feel me? I stay active. So, honestly, you got to know, like, what you do, know your body type, eat healthy, eat right. Because if you telling me you, like, you about to get McDonald's and you about to get Chipotle, I'm not, I'm just throwing shit out there. If you, yeah, like Chipo- just... if you like Chipotle, if you like McDonald's, don't get me wrong, do your thing. Everybody deserves to eat a little something. That's also in your budget range, because, you feel me? You should be adding up. Yeah, you feel me? Do your thing. But it's like, there's also ways to avoid that. Like, you could literally buy pasta, chicken, and cook pasta and chicken. Two different ways. What to do that shit? Three different ways. And have a different meal with the same ingredients every night. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like that's why I say I don't like to close nobody in. Because at the end of the day, everybody's an individual. Everybody thinks differently. Everybody acts differently. So I know already that everybody's going to look different. Right. And it's my job to put it together as as the CEO, creative director, whatever you want to put me as. Like, it's my job to make sure... That once we all together in the room, I said, all right, cool. You're going to look good with her, or you're going to look good with him. 
and we're going to put it together. I want this scene, I want that scene. So I already know that was my thought process. Like, I love, I like putting things together. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of times, if people see this pants and what's behind my pants and what I'm wearing right now, they're like, oh, nah, this, this fit cannot match. Well, guess what? I'm wearing it, and it's matching. So, like, you feel me? Like, like... That's just what I do. Like, hey man. Everybody has they knack, everybody has they thing. So it's like you just gotta know what you do and really finesse it. Mm-hmm. Like y'all doing y'all podcast and y'all finessing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And me personally, like, I'm not a talker, so I would never sit here and say, like, I'ma come I'm going to create a podcast, you feel me? Like, a lot of people just do shit because they think it's easy. Mm-hmm. They see other people doing it, and, like, they see where they're going with it. You feel me? Right. But they don't realize, like, y'all, they got to sit down, edit these videos. Editing is a bitch. Don't Yo. <laughs> I give it up to all y'all that edit videos. I swear to y'all, editing is a bitch. Yeah. And then they gotta create content. They gotta contact people. Gangsta, I was late. You feel me? So they gotta deal with all that too. And I know, like, there's a whole bunch of shit. You feel me? Because models always late too. That's why I, I always make sure I have a black people time frame. Like, I want to I give people four hours. I do. I probably have two people for a four hour shoot. Probably not. But you know, four to six people for a four hour shoot. You feel me? We not gonna be taking pictures for four hours, cause granted I'm gonna get like 200, 500 pictures within two hours. You feel me? But I know shit happens. Hair, makeup, and females are real particular once they get in front of the camera. So it's like me, I've been in front of the camera for a while, cause I grew up with like my friends. They photographers, so it's like they gonna we gonna practice. You feel me? And I'm gonna be in front of their camera. So it's like I got accustomed. To being in front of the camera. So me, I don't even have a haircut right now. And I just did two photo shoots. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) you feel me? That that don't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to show people that you can still be yourself no matter what stage you're in. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you just got to do your thing. Shit, after quarantine, a little fucked up beard. I can fly. We've all been through it. We all had our... I was thinking about you during quarantine. Bro, gee shit, son. Yeah. I, I went through months while getting a haircut, bro. Now, I be seeing my hairline a little... Ah, 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 it's fine. I'm outside. Like, I'm outside. Ain't got shit to do. Nah, bro. I can't let that shit fuck me up at all. But I definitely do believe, you know, for, for the photo shoot you got coming. Yo, can I ask y'all a question? What's yeah. up? Go ahead. How did... How, quarantine. Let's talk about quarantine. Like, how did that affect y'all? Or, like, what did it do to the podcast? You know what I'm saying? Um... It was a head bus because we left for a spring break. Um, I went on a trip and then went back to the city early because I was like, what the fuck going on in the world? Um, he stayed at Syracuse yeah, for, till May. For a bit. No, yeah. Right? I went to, well, I think while you were gone, I was in Miami. And then you went back to Q's. Yeah, I went back to Q's. And I went back to the city. Yeah, I went back to the city, same day. Um, And we, I remember we were just on FaceTime a lot. And I remember I told him, I was like, yo, bro, we got to make this work. Yeah. We got to do something. So we got on IG Live every week for what, I want to say a month or Mm -hmm. a month and a half. Like, we was. About, yeah. We was getting busy on IG Live, no cap. It was a fun time. Oh, we was on there for an hour. 
um, it was like we were doing our radio station again. Mm. And it was dope because like we were able to, I loved being on live for the sole purpose of like, we couldn't really do guests like that because he had to like, re- I had to like request to go live with the lingo tech shit. So we already uh-huh. had two people. Um, but we couldn't like, it was great because even though we couldn't have guests, er- like everybody that was tuned in was writing shit in the comments. Yeah. So like we had shit to talk about. Like oh, we cool. always had a list of topics before every live. Like, okay, we have a Google doc like that's shared. This is what's going on in the world. This is what we want to talk about. Um, and then the whole time we would be talking niggas would just be saying shit in the comments and be like, all right, that's something else to touch on. Um, so it was good. And then we stopped doing that. Um, I guess once quarantine, like settled yeah, in like, like y'all, like y'all dead ass staying yeah. in the fucking crib like that's when we stopped um i think you had moved into your mom's by then yeah um so he was you know he was staying at his mom's crib with his girl at the time and i was at home and the podcast pretty much took a break all of that time because from, i want to say from like may to august right pretty much yeah then we started recording again with malik yeah in like late july yeah. Like mid July, late July, we started mm-hmm. recording, and our first episode was out on the floor, actually. Um, and it was dope. It was like, Whoa. it was like, <laughs> it was like getting back to that, and it was tough because you know it was we finally had like a resident photographer because it was really just me and him figuring mm-hmm. everything out. And I think quarantine really made me and him get on a track of like one, we want more people on our like cast and crew because when it's just me and him, like. I love this man, like, he's my best friend, but me and him have, like, an issue where it's, like, if one of us is not putting the fire under the other person's ass, we'll both just get lost in our own shit, or, like, get lost in the sauce, and it's, like, it's a trait that we both know, like, we have, so it's, like, you know, like, most, like, good friendships are built on, like, opposites, like, that's the motivator, and that, nah, me and him kind of, (laughs) like, both mellow, so it's, like, so it's, like, we had to take the break that the lingo needed for us to, like, get motivated again. And then from mid July, it's been foot on the gas, no breaks. Yeah. I ain't gonna front, Kuki had that's about the same story. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. Like, yeah, quarantine started. I was working in a restaurant not too far away from here. Um, yeah, that is like down a block, Sinkria. Ain't gonna lie, I fake hated it. <laughs> it was no, nah, it was a cool restaurant. Don't get me wrong, but like, I just stopped smoking. I was aggy all the time. How long you can? Been now that you haven't been smoking. No, Zogs. Whole last year. That ass. Good tea break. <laughs> Whole last year. And the next one's gonna bust you. <laughs> bust you, bro. Um, Yo, a whole last year, you feel me? So it's like, I just stopped smoking. Quarantine happened. I'm real aggy. <laughs> I can't leave the crib. Like, my parents just on it. Like, Thank God you stopped smoking. This ain't the third. So it's just like a whole lot of shit going on. You feel me? I'm like, alright, damn. Like, what the fuck I'm about to do now? You feel me? Shit, I don't even know. Like, I'm just thinking. I'm just cooling. Like, skating, clearing my mind. Shout out to Lil Uzi because he dropped his album during quarantine. That shit was a headbuster. (laughs) That shit was fake fire. But, um, yeah, then I said... Honestly, I just gotta just do shit. You feel me? Mm. So then I just started planning photo shoots. Yeah, you feel me? Like when everything settled out, cause it's like, now nah, I'm finna just let Kooky like die out. You feel mm. me? Right. Like I need content. I need something. 
So honestly, I wasn't even planning on like releasing nothing, like nothing like that. I just wanted to like have content going because honestly, people was I already knew people was at home, everybody on their phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I knew once I dropped content, it was going people was gonna see it. So I dropped shit. I did the first Kobe weekend, and like I don't even know what that was. August, July, some shit. Then. It just kept going. And I just said, honestly, this shit is lit. <laughs> like, right. Hold on. I probably got something going on right now. You feel me? So then, yeah, it took me, like, I really had to sit down and just, like, I wouldn't say rethink, but just, like, revamp. Like, ah, right, you're doing Kluvi. It's what you're doing. But just, like, get in tune. You feel me? And just, like, show the people what Kluvi really is. And that was 100%. lit. So, for, for this year... Well, I, I see guys who said, like, working on your embroidery, but, like, in terms of, like, a activation or, you know, like, uh, an event, like, Kluby Weekend, like, what, what is the follow-up? Um, honestly, I'm probably gonna go on a, I wouldn't say a little break, but I'm gonna go back to the drawing board for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um. Figure some shit out. Yeah, after I drop some shit, but I'm definitely doing a Kluby pop-up shop in the summer again. Oh, yeah, the first Kluby pop-up shop was last summer, too. That shit was crazy. You know, mask up, temperature mm. checks at the door, but that shit was still lit. You would feel me? Alright. Shout out to those organizers over there. Um, Hopefully that shit's even more lit this year. Yeah, like, I'll probably drop the movie at the pop-up shop, so it's gonna be like a movie screening slash pop-up shop. So, shit, stay tuned. Mm. Okay, that's fire. <laughs> Good looking. Yo, that's, that's, that's really fire, son. No, yeah, I think, um, so... Okay, sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, all right, pop up shop. How did you get con? Did you like get contacted about the pop up shop last summer or? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, so somebody I went to high school with. She has a brand called Bedstar Body Bar. So she's located in this area, and she was really the organizer for that pop up shop. So then she hit me a couple other people, and it was like, yo trying to do a pop-up shop and honestly like I was thinking like if I should double it or not because I didn't want to like not have like product like basically you know just nerves the jitters like it's your first pop-up shop like what if people don't come out like mm-hmm. what if your table so just dry you know yeah. what I'm saying so it's like damn it's just a lot of shit that entail because then you have to get shopping bags I have to start learning a POS system you know, accept credit cards, but you know, all that good shit. But I made it happen. Shout out to the people that came, supported me, supported the event. Um, it was crazy because I ain't gonna front. It was me and my sis Gail. We was gonna do the pop up shot together. My cousin slid through. Shout out Michelle. My man Jay Sean slid through. And it was that I at the table selling shit for me. Like, you feel me? It's like people just coming through. They introducing Kluby. More than I am, you feel me? Right. And it's like, yo, that's I just, shit. yeah, that's just like real shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, even like my nerves, you feel me? I'm not a talker, so I, like a certain point, I just wanted to go skate. I right. skated around the block, and they still at the table selling shit for me, so you know what I'm saying? That shit was just lit. So it was like, it allowed people to see like my art, like what I really do. Because, you know, you need a tablecloth for your table, because if you don't want to dry this table, so I just spray painted some canvas. I threw it over. 
Um, I got it hanging up in my room, just as like as a reminder of shit I do. Um, and then I had spray painted bags. I was just giving out Clubby stickers to everybody mm. that even if you're not buying something, you gon' you gonna get something. You know what I'm saying? Like just giving out Clubby stickers. And like the stickers got a crazy ass reception. I ain't even gonna lie. So it was like Yeah. Ain't no stickers. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I, honestly, I wish I brought some. Right now. But don't worry, y'all gonna get some, trust me. And you can Just I ain't gonna front, just let me know y'all sizes. It's include all four you guys. Just let me know your sizes. <laughs> I'll get you some tea. Yo, I got you. Sponsored by Floopy. <laughs> no, for real. Nah, I like I made sure like throw on the fit. I was like, wait. I was like, this is one of my like favorite this shirt is dumb comfortable. I'm not gonna hold you. Like like the actual material of the shirt, like yeah, I like support people all strength of supporting people, mm-hmm. but then I'm also just like I like when I can support people that have like good shit. You know what I'm saying? Because really? then I could like just consistently support you because I'm like, wow, your shit's actually good. Now, nah, but with that being said, we're wrapping up to the last segment mm-hmm. of the episode, which is Lingo Talk with the Lingo. And with that being said, um, we ask every guest that comes on to let us know what their favorite like slang lingo term is from wherever they're from. I think I like yeah, yeah. I got it too. I got something at least that you say often already, but I'm gonna let you tell me. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, my favorite lingo? Um, I ain't gonna front. I'm from the floor, so it's like I fake Jack. We create lingo, but mm. you know that's the floors. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> we create lingo. You know what I'm saying? So. Ain't much to do out there. You gotta do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't even listen. Floor's lit in the summertime. We throw the best parties. Absolutely. No, hundred percent. Best <laughs> backyard <laughs> fest yeah, I've ever been to really? has been like, in the floors. Cause, but what's my favorite lingo? Honestly, I don't even know. What do y'all think my favorite lingo? Is? Well, one that I got early. Loopy. Well, yeah. that's one. But one I got that you like say often. I don't even re- think you realize you say it often. Is this and the third? That's a fact. <laughs> you said it a couple times during the interview. I was like, huh. I, I, hope, I wonder if he knows he says that a lot. It's also facts, cause you feel me. You can't, you can't deny facts. So shit is facts. It's facts, and Kobe's a fact. That's it. You gonna leave us with facts? Facts. 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 <laughs> I ain't worried. That works for me. But with that being said, y'all, it's your homie ATM. It's your boy O. And we are the Lingo Baby. Zach, thank you for coming through. Thank you for promoting your brand. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for having me. And yo, stay up. Be easy. Always gonna keep it cool. Be on these. Type shit and tune in next time. Yes, sir. Peace.